Herschel Walker will always be a football legend. I never actually saw him play, but like Bo Jackson, the aura surrounding this dude almost makes him not seem real. By the age of 56, Herschel had been a state champion in the shot put and sprints in the same year. Possibly the most dominant running back in SEC history, a two-time All-American sprinter in college, the greatest player in the history of the USFL, a two-time Pro Bowler in the NFL, a Winter Olympian, a ballet dancer, a back-to-back -back champion in the show Superstars, an undefeated MMA fighter, a fifth-degree black belt in Taekwondo, still stands around 225 pounds, and apparently still runs around a 4340. He's even hinted a comeback to the NFL when he was 50, saying that he wanted to be the George Foreman of football. He once said, quote, I'm 48 and in better shape now than I was when I was in my early 20s playing football. Okay, if you're wondering why we started what usually is a political podcast with a football clip, then you haven't really been paying attention to the news cycle of what is going on in Georgia in the Senate race between Herschel Walker and Raphael Warnock, which could be the deciding race on who controls the Senate in our country. That's just giving me anxiety. I don't blame you for not watching the news. It reminds me of that scene in A Clockwork Orange where the main character's eyeballs are kept open by a mechanical device so he can watch disturbing videos. That best describes my experience as of late watching the fucking news. Well, donkey of the day for Friday, May 27th, goes the former NFL player Herschel Walker. Uh, Herschel Walker played in the era when they didn't wear helmets. I mean, every time we see Herschel Walker publicly, we see at least one sign of CTE. Memory loss, confusion, impaired judgment, impulse control problems. But this is the human who Georgia's Republican voters just deemed worthy of representing them in Congress. Now, anybody with a soul had to have been impacted by what we saw at Robb Elementary School in Texas. Had to be. And it's bringing out very human emotions and very human responses in people, but not Herschel Walker. In fact, Herschel Walker might not be human, y'all. Okay, when asked about gun control in the wake of a shooter killing 21 people, including 19 children, he responded with, I, you know what, I don't even know what he responded with. You might as well have just replied, I am Groot. Like, what? Like, what I, what I like to do is see it in everything and stuff. That's an answer you give when you really don't give a damn care. Okay, now, Herschel Walker was on Fox News, and he was asked the same question about gun control. Let's listen. First, your reaction to the events uh, and, and, you know, the talk about gun control and everything that's unfolded since this horrific event in an elementary school. You know, Cain, Kia, Abel, you know, and, uh, you know, and that's what? the problem that we have. And I said, what we need to do is look into how we can stop those things. You know, he talked about doing a disinformation. What about getting a department that can look at young men that's looking at uh, women that's looking at uh, just social media? What about doing that, looking into things like that? And we can stop that that way. But yet they want to just continue to talk about taking away your constitutional rights. And and I, I think there's more things we need to look into. What the hell are you talking about, Herschel? You lost me at Cain Killed Abel. Okay, we're talking about gun violence, and you're talking about Cain Killed Abel. I would have respected it more if you would have referenced Cain from Minister Society. Okay, even though that was a movie, and it would have still made no sense to bring up a movie at a time like this, it would have still made more sense than referencing Cain uh, killing Abel. 
I wasn't really paying attention to the news out of Georgia, who does, but I kept seeing these weird headlines about Herschel Walker. And it seems like on the surface, being a best buddy with Donnie T, the crazy factor is most likely dialed up. But even for the Republican crazy machine, some of the things he is saying in the media, they seem a bit off. His ex-wife has accused him of nearly killing her, holding a gun to her head. The nice Christian boy has three kids by three different women, which I guess is fine, unless you're campaigning on family values and the idea of absentee fathers, which I saw one of his sons go on TikTok and say some more disturbing things about his own father. I guess that's where we're at, TikTok and battles between fathers and sons. Sounds fantastic. Again, with these claims, the Republican Party power base is still fully behind Walker. I guess fake news is the word of the day there in Georgia, and he is pro-life, so there's that. Thank you, Mr. Walker. Senator Warnock, you've said repeatedly that the exam room is too small for the patient, her doctor, and the U.S. government. We're asking you to take a clear position right now. Do you believe there should be any limitations on abortion set by the government, and you have 60 seconds? I think that the women of this country and the women of this state woke up one summer morning and a core protection that they've known for 50 years was taken from them by an extremist Supreme Court. And I stand where I, I've said I stand in the past, that a patient's room is too narrow and small and cramped a space for a woman, her doctor, and the United States government. We are witnessing right now what happens when politicians, most of, most of them men, pile into patients' rooms. You get what you're seeing right now. And the women of Georgia, the women of Georgia deserves a senator who will stand with them. I trust women more than I trust politicians. What scares me is that we have created an American system of politics where a race between a somewhat sane Democrat and a Looney Tune could literally be the deciding election where the Senate, which actually has power, is shifted in favor of the wonderful Republican Party. The Jim Jordans, McConnell, Lindsey Graham. You know these guys and the hatred I have for them. So, yeah, here we are at the mercy of Herschel Walker. Doesn't seem like a good system to me, but what do I know? By the way, the anti-abortion candidate has also paid for an abortion, according to reports in 2009. And then in 2011, he asked one of his paramours to get another abortion, and she refused. So sounds about right. In a one-on-one -on -one interview in his hometown of Wrightsville, Georgia, Herschel Walker providing his most extensive comments about allegations he paid for an ex-girlfriend to have an abortion in 2009. Why not reach out to her? And if why, why should I? Why do I need to? NBC News has now spoken to that former girlfriend who provided us with what she says is a copy of a $700 check that Walker gave her to pay for the abortion and a receipt from the medical center in Georgia where she alleges it took place. NBC News is not revealing the woman's identity or the documents to protect the privacy of all parties, but we did show a copy of the check to Walker who said the allegation he paid for an abortion isn't true. This is still alive because she's the mother of my 
child. So you're going to see me a check or somebody giving a check. So that, that I'm saying it's a lot. Do you know what this $700 check is for? I have no for? idea what that can be for. Is that your signature I, on the oh, check, though? It could be. And it doesn't matter whether it's my signature or not. When pressed, Walker said definitively for the first time, the check is his. Yes, that's my check. Good old Herschel has gotten the endorsement of Trump, and of course he did. And he also played for one of Trump's football teams in the USFL, the New Jersey Generals. You remember the USFL. Trump has become a mentor to Herschel. And they both now reside in their own intellectual wasteland, not concerned with any policy. To hear Walker talk about the issues is to really realize that as a country, in any state, the bar to enter politics is just getting lower and lower and lower. I'm considering a run for office myself. Intellectualism and the conservative ideals of what the Republicans used to be is just simply gone. And I wonder why. I have a lot of Republican friends, and the argument at this point is just a moot point. Anyone with half a brain understands the insanity of the modern Republican Party. But it seems like a lot of them are just standing on the idea that they can't be a Democrat. So it's a standoff between stupidity and whatever they gather as they watch Fox News at the strip club or the local bar. Fuck Biden. But when pressed on issues, on who they would vote for, they won't really answer you. It's a combination of maybe they'd vote for Trump again, DeSantis, uh, who knows, go vote for fucking Herschel Walker. Sounds about right. I I want our viewers to listen to what Trump told you about uh, Walker's controversial past. Listen to this. In Um, Georgia, think about Georgia. In Georgia, Herschel, they did the ballad to Herschel Walker. They they did ballads. You know how great a football player is? Do you know that he was in University of Georgia? He was the best football player in the nation, by far. He's the best football player in the history of Georgia. Uh, and for the most part in the history of the You know, he, as a running back, he's a top three yeah. or four running back. But he has a complicated personal history, which he, is what they're worried does, about. But do you know that it's a personal history that 10 years ago maybe would have been a problem, 20 years ago would have been mm-hmm. a bigger problem? Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a problem today. Why is that? Why do you think that that's the world is changing? A brilliant article in the Atlantic magazine sums up best where the Republicans stand as a party and what they actually care about. It was written by Peter Wenner, and here is a beautiful passage. Donald Trump could not have changed the world without a party with which to do it. The GOP has turned on virtually every noble principle it once claimed to stand for. It has become a freak show, embodied in people like Trump and Walker, Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Boebert, Ron Johnson, Josh Hawley, Blake Masters, Doug Mastriano, J.D. Vance, Steve Bannon, Roger Stone, Michael Flynn, and Mike Lindell. That's the guy who makes the fucking pillows. They shape its sensibilities, providing the script for everyone else to follow. To make matters worse, those who surely know better, people like Lindsey Graham, Marco Rubio, Ted Cruz, Ron DeSantis, and especially Kevin McCarthy, turned out to be hollow men. Shape without form, shade without color, paralyzed force, gesture without motion. For them, and for so many people in their party and the MAGA movement, 
with exceptions so rare that you can almost count them on a single hand, politics has been stripped of any honor. Politics for them is about power in the pursuit of yet more power. Politics is purely performative, nasty, and brutish, a way to stoke anger and grievances, a means to exact vengeance. That the most impressive person in the Republican Party, Liz Cheney, is the most despised, says everything. Sad, isn't it? But that is where America is at today. And the media on both sides are okay feeding this monster because it sells. Fox News versus CNN or, or Facebook News versus News on Instagram. The algorithms feed you dumb sauce every day you wake up. And on the subject of dumb sauce, a headline this week left me yet again speechless. Ye, formerly known as Kanye West, is grabbing headlines once again today. The world-famous rapper is acquiring the social media company Parler, which touts itself as a conservative, free speech, and uncancelable space. NBC News reporter Callan Rosenblatt joins us now. Uh, Callan, look, Kanye has been in the headlines uh, perpetually for the past couple weeks, specifically with this sort of shift to a conservative public image. What's behind this latest move? Why is he buying, for example, a, a social media app? Yeah, Morgan, it appears he's buying Parler in particular because he's been locked out of more mainstream social media. On Instagram, he has limited access, and on Twitter, he has been locked out for a time that we are not sure how long it will span. Uh, but those stemming from um, anti-Semitic remarks that he made, saying on Twitter that he was going DEFCON on Jewish people, uh, you know, which referring to uh, DEFCON, the, the U.S. defense system, um, and, and making these remarks that are against these social media policies and getting locked out. Now, Parler, as you mentioned, has itself as a place for conservatives. Kanye, in a statement regarding purchasing this platform, says, um, you know, being conservative now is thought of as being controversial and conservatives need a place where they can speak freely. So that is his mindset and his thought process as, as to why he is purchasing this platform now. In a move that even has Donald Trump calling someone else crazy, Kanye West is buying the right-wing, uncancelable free speech social media app, Parler. This story just keeps getting zanier and zanier. Fox News Kanye, George Floyd was killed by fentanyl Kanye, the Kardashians kidnapped my kid Kanye, DEFCON 5 Kanye, is now becoming a conservative? And if the parlor news becomes true, he'll now have his own platform of free speech to have fun with. But the question for me is twofold. Can conservative Kanye sell his sneakers to Republicans? Can conservative Kanye make music for Marjorie Taylor Greene? You know, for me, why I'm fascinated with this story is one key thing. Is that Kanye keeps saying, and I don't understand why no one believes it. He said this on numerous occasions, that he is the modern Andy Kaufman. You might not know who Andy Kaufman is, so here's a clip. I knew Andy for years. Uh, gosh, he was peculiar. And, <laughs> and, you, and you just loved it because you sort of thought, well, this guy uh, is, is wasting his life, wasting his career by being so peculiar. Right. But instead, 
just the opposite happened. By you, being so, so peculiar, he became an enormous star. The performer in you says, I could tell Andy how to be great. But meanwhile, Andy was great doing what That's he right. did. That's right. And and, and now, um, uh, you know, you think about him, had he lived, what... What you, would he have done? Yeah, exactly. What would he have done? But he was tremendous. And, and he uh, was always a gentleman to me uh, and always would let me know I'm going to do... A, B, and C, and and don't get upset when the wrestler hits me. Uh, oh, you knew about that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it looked terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it really looked like 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 you were upset. And when this guy Jerry Lawler, he didn't seem to be in on the joke. Like he really smacked Andy. Yeah. We're going to pause here for station identification. Get the hose out The fact remains that it feels like some of the stuff that Kanye did before, he moved past. The MAGA hat, you remember that. Meeting Trump at Trump Towers. But when he dropped new music, people got amnesia. It erased all that shit. Hell, I saw him at Soldier Field in Chicago and watched most of his fans in Kanye gear not give a fuck. Unfortunately for Kanye, it seems this time, maybe, just maybe, coming off the rails in this way, might be the death now, but who knows? Saying that the cop who kneeled on the neck of George Floyd for many minutes did not kill him, but fentanyl did? That was proven in a court by an expert to not be the case. The George Floyd video set in motion events that has profoundly changed this country. Kanye attacking Jews within the record business and his anti-Semitic remarks also crossed the line. I've listened to all the Kanye interviews, and I jump back and forth with agreeing with some of his statements on pop culture, not politics, and then deciding whether he needs a dose of lithium, which is not to be joked about. But this last 48 hours, I think has changed his cultural currency forever. But stranger things have happened here in America. If Kanye releases another album in the fourth quarter, how many people will boycott him then? It would seem at this point, after the George Floyd statement, everyone in hip-hop will now abandon him. This will be a true test if anyone has a backbone. Or have we ventured into new territory of unfettered Republican conservative candidate Kanye and his days of selling sneakers and post-apocalyptic hipster garb is over? I watched the George Floyd documentary that Candace Owens put up. One of the things that his two roommates said was, they want a tall guy like me. They want a tall guy like me. And the day when he died, he said a prayer for, you know, eight minutes. He said a prayer for eight minutes. They hit him with the fentanyl. If you look, the, the guy's knee wasn't even on his neck like that. When he said, mama, mama his, is his girlfriend. They said he screamed for his mama. Mama was his girlfriend. It's in the documentary. But something that hit me, that fucked me up when I was watching the documentary, and it said they want a tall guy like me. When I looked at that image of him, this tall black dude with the bald head, he reminded me of somebody else. Who do you think he reminded me of? Virgil. He reminded me of Virgil. You know what I'm saying? I'm not finna cry in front of y'all because that's how they get me, right? But I know that we lost him. And I know that this white company, Louis Vuitton, is now making statues of him, like as a martyr. And we don't know why 
Exactly. We say it's cancer. But I yeah. mean, I mean, um, I I want to be careful with this subject because. Wait a second, but tell me, mm -hmm. could you even really run this interview? Because Mav didn't run my interview. Right. You got know I'm saying they blocked me out. The Jewish media blocked me out. This shit lit, right? I'm lit, right? I'm lit. Yeah. I'm lit. You know what I'm saying? J.P. Morgan. I put 140 million dollars yeah. into J.P. Morgan, and they treated me like shit. So if J.P. Morgan Chase is treating me like that, how they treating the rest no, of y'all? That's outrageous, yeah. And this this murder was for Chase accounts. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I am outraged. Mm -hmm. By the time people always they want to calm it down. Because no matter what, you didn't yeah. break no law. I didn't break a law. No matter I didn't what, break a the, law. The bank shouldn't be a judge or jury on right. anything that's but going on. But this is it's, right. it's like a social contract. Candace Owens has a word for it. I'm forgetting. But it's basically like they told Candace Owens she couldn't hang out with me. Who would think in one podcast I could write about Kanye Trump and Herschel Walker and it all makes sense and connects in a way that even fucking surprises me. It either is a sign of the end of times or it is me wondering, what is the breaking point of our culture and our politics? What is the extreme here? Are we witnessing the new normal where technology has finally given anyone and everyone a voice to spout off at the mouth? Truth, lies, what does it really matter? With your own platform, these politicians can become hate machines with no regulation and no governing body to stop them. Trump, yay, Herschel, they define the new normal. They define that whatever they want to say, we'll report on it, analyze it, and think peace it to death. Because what else do we have to do?